Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast, the 2012 Adelaide Feast Festival. And I'm joined by uh, Susie Keynes, one of the uh, founding members of Adelaide band Fruit, who are essentially reuniting to sing their final concert in Adelaide as part of the 2012 Adelaide Feast Festival. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. That's good. I'm excited. Yeah. So it's uh, been, what, about six or seven years since you... You guys disbanded and sort of finished up in Seattle, and um, yeah. now you're now you're doing your farewell concert. Well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put too much emphasis on the word farewell concert, but um, I don't think we ever really sort of wanted to call anything final because you know we've all lived long enough to realise that you know you never really say final because you don't know how you're going to feel in you know a little bit of time, mm-hmm. but. I guess, you know, the wonderful thing about it is that the opportunity arose because uh, Mel Watson, who's our horn player, who lives in Seattle, was coming back home uh, to play at the Feast Festival and she and the drummer who lives in Sydney got talking and they were like, you know, this could be a great opportunity to um, get the band back together, you know, it would be great. So um, six years has passed and it, it just all felt right for everybody. So it was just an alignment of the stars and everything. So our chakras were all good. And so, yeah, everyone was thumbs up. And really good for you guys to come back and play in Adelaide, which is where you got your start. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know, I have really fond, fond memories of, like, back in, um, like, 1996, I think it was, when we launched our first album um, at the Gov, before the Gov was all done up fancy. And, you know, the back room of the Gov was just burgeoning with like about 500 people. And we hadn't really done anything to sort of, we were a bit wet behind the ears, you know, we're just beginning really. And we're mm. just amazed at this level of support that we got. And, um, and I think one of the things um, about finishing our last show being in Seattle in 2006 was that, uh, you know, I felt remiss, and I, and I don't think I'm alone, in, you know, the, just the fact that Adelaide was our hometown and uh, we'd been playing a lot in North America, particularly in our last, um, you know, well, several years, mm. um, almost to the um, detriment of our Australian presence, really, and, and, and it was sad not to have come home and really, you know, that been... That that been that last show, but it wasn't. So it just all feels timely and right, and and a nice opportunity to say good day. Absolutely. I mean, I think yeah. you know I was a bit younger back then and naive about the local scene. I mean, what was it like back in the late nineties when you were playing in Adelaide? Yeah, it was a good scene. Um, you know, I think that there were issues around. Um, you know, I think uh, we were sort of fighting with pokies starting to come in and take uh, live music away, you know, like it was a bit of a daft for music because venues were making lots of money with poker machines. So a lot of these that might have had live music were disappearing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were sort of the contentious issues of the time, I suppose. And a little later, like into the early 2000s, I suppose, were, were coming the issues of noise restrictions and venues starting to get a bit impinged upon like that. So there were there, the, there were the issues at the time that were really um, getting a bit of a stranglehold on live music. But um, I think that uh, if you if 
you know, you just got to go out and find where the musicians are and, and find the clicks. And I think music always finds a life of its own. You know, people never stop making it. They never stop meeting um, like-minded people who want to make it and want to perform it. So those little places will crop up, but I think they have it has ebbs and flows. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, looking looking around now, I think it's... I mean, there's still obviously a lot of the same issues. We've got a lot of venues closing down in town yeah. because, of those, because of the same sort of music complaints sort of stuff we were just talking about. Um, but, you know, the discovery of the internet and getting that kind oh, of yeah. thing, you know, over the last 10 years or so has really, really mm-hmm. helped. And, you know, there's actually quite a huge scene going here now, which is excellent. Mm. Yeah, you know, I think that um, humans are adaptable. So, mm. um, you know, the issues come up and then you find a way around it. It's funny because the internet has meant that musicians or, or just computers, you know, it meant that musicians have got great access to being able to do great versions of their music that they can then sort of hock at their um, gigs without having to go to, like, enormous expenses of um, studios, etc. So, like, in some ways it's been really, really helpful, you know, getting your stuff on YouTube, making cheap clips, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But then on the other hand, the internet can also be a bit of a, um, you know, it's got the downsides too because what we found um, towards our later years of playing in the North American uh, music market particularly, was that there was a flood of acts and a flood and it sort of devalued um, artists coming from overseas. So fees started to drop because, um, you know, uh, more people were able to get more in contact with venues in other countries different to themselves and say, yeah, "Yeah, we'll come, we don't mind sleeping on floors. And, um, and, And so in that way, it was sort of a harmful thing. But, you know, it's just the nature of life you kind of got to navigate and find your own way and find a way to survive yeah. it will always be like that mm. absolutely and have you have you always been in Adelaide have I personally always lived here yeah uh, no I came over from Sydney okay um, but uh, I've lived here for quite a lot of years now so I'd say this is sort of more you know this is where I've lived a greater part of my life mm-hmm. um, and who are you sort of following in the local music scene at the moment that's a tough question because I'm since we stopped playing music as a um, a band, um, I've gone to study medicine, so I haven't been getting out much in the last couple of years. <laughs> oh, come on. Um, I've, heard, I've heard the doctors, the medical students have the best parties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but whether that means going to, you know, great gigs, I mean, it often means going to, to you know, clubs and <laughs> places like that. However, I will say, I did go to a live uh, performance the other night um, of a local artist called Heather Fran, who yeah. uh, released an album, and, oh, my God, it was amazing. You know, I, I, I yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, my heart is happy that there's just great music out there still. But yeah. I'm not across the scene right now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. You've got other things yeah. on your plate. Yeah, I do, unfortunately. Um, and I do try to drag people down to the Wheaty at various uh, times and catch up with friends of mine that are touring and coming through Adelaide. And I, I, I like going out and seeing all sorts of music, but my opportunities are a bit limited. Yeah. I suppose, obviously, as a band, you had you had a massive following here when you were still making music. Um, yeah. Have your fans kept up with you? Um, we haven't 
Over the last couple of years, we haven't kept up with them, I'd have to say. Okay. I mean, we whilst we, um, you know, had the big machine that was fruit rolling, um, you know, we were in email contact and all that kind of stuff and, um, you know, lots of posts on our website and all that sort of thing. So we'd always stay in touch with our, you know, our fans because they spread across the world, you know. It was just wonderful. Um, but since, you know, we did sort of send out a message saying, okay, guys, we're going to ground, taking a rest, we're putting fruit on the shelf, as it were. Um, so haven't been in touch as far as that sort of sense. It's like we wind, wound our big machine down. Mm. But um, since we decided to do these shows, um, we made a little Facebook site, and once we announced that we were going to play, we just got peppered. And that was just really exciting to see that there was loads of people because um, I was now aware that there were there's generations that don't know who the band are, you know, yeah. like, because we stopped playing um, in Australia by 2005. So, you know, there's now a whole wadge of people that are like, yeah, what, who, you know? Or people that you run into now that are sort of in their 30s that say, yeah, you know, I used to come into your gigs when I was really young and, yeah. So it's cool that people have, um, you know, collected fruit and, you know, as we've sort of sprung back out there on the whole Facebook world, they're like, yay. Yeah, and absolutely. They've kept a uh, kept memory going and kept a desire to come and see you perform. Yeah, and we've um, had lots of um, messages saying, don't forget us on the other side of the world. And <laughs> so we're going to, yeah, which is really nice. I mean, yeah. I, um, and, and very heartwarming because we did put in huge miles, you know, like and we were we were all over the shop, mm. all over the all over the world and um so we're gonna hopefully stream our show yeah. um at the festival so that people can join in and watch it. And, you know, we're all so excited about playing again that um, you know, you never say never because I I just wouldn't be surprised if we all go, Well that was pretty good, wasn't it? And <laughs> let's dot, keep going. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> you were, somewhere. I mean, obviously we touched on it, but you were pretty big on the touring circuit for a while, and you did a lot of festivals. Um, yeah. What were some of the biggest experiences you guys had together? Oh, uh, you know, I, I, I just immediately went then to sort of one of the biggest audiences we played. Uh, so I'll mention that first. But um, in Boise, in Idaho, yeah. we opened for Chris Isaac at a big outdoor concert, and there was twenty thousand people there. That was pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And Chris Isaac, you know, he, he wore a mirror suit. It had lots of little mirrors on it. And do you know that he had a wardrobe lady whose sole job was to keep the mirrors clean on his suit? Oh, wow. Yeah. And we met her, and she was totally happy with her job. She just had to go polish, 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 polish on all the little mirrors on his suit. Yeah, that, and that was I mean, that would probably take a lot of Windex. It, it would take a lot of Windex. I mean, I, I don't know what sort of uh, occupational health and safety risk she was running by spraying all that stuff around, but, yeah, that was quite some suit. Wow. Um, and it was quite some audience and a lot of fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I also remember, like, probably our smallest audience. We once drove um, through a blizzard to get to our show in Wisconsin in... Um, in Milwaukee, mm. and the 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 blizzard was so intense that the snow was going sideways, and we had about 12 people make it to our show, and we played our show, and you know when you play like gazillions of shows, like we were, 
on the road for like nine months out of the year. Mm. And when you've played that many shows, you know how to play the one person or, or, or thousands of people. Like you can just, you just do the show, right? Yeah. And I just remember playing this show and connecting with all of those faces and so grateful that they'd sort of taken on life and limb to actually turn up to this venue. Mm. And we mentioned them all personally by name on our website and said, thanks for coming. That was really <laughs> fun. <laughs> That's really sweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you have a dozen people that sort of come out in that kind of weather, it's like, hey, thanks for coming, you know, because we had this band rule that if there were less people in the audience than there were on stage, that you just didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> and and that night it kind of got pretty close. <laughs> Yeah, um, but mostly we did. Yeah, we had a lot of lot of fun on lovely festival circuits. Cool. And how much planning have you done for the shows as part of Feast? Do you kind of know your set list already? Uh, no, um, we're we're looking back through the back catalogue. We have we recorded about eight albums, and yeah. so we've taken a bunch of songs. Uh, so far, we've got a list of about 30 songs that we've just dragged off the albums. Like that was a favourite. That was a favourite. That was a favourite. You know and have asked people on our Facebook site to mention songs that they'd like to hear. Um, and so uh, when I've got free time, I sit down with my guitars and I'm like uh, going through now, how did I play that bit? And where did I put the capo for that song? And it's quite funny because um, Sam, one of the guitarists and myself, mm. uh, we play by ear, right? Like we're yeah. not one of these people that puts down tablature and little dots and sticks and all that kind of stuff. We make it up by ear, and you just remember it, and you play it, and it's in your muscle memory. And so, it, because some of these songs, it's been like a good decade since I've played them, and I'm listening to the old recordings going, what am I doing? Where Where is my <laughs> hand? It can't be that complicated, because I wouldn't have made it that complicated, you know? Yeah. So it's been an interesting journey. <laughs> so they might sound completely different now. No, I think, no I'm, finding, I'm finding the riff. It's okay. just that sometimes it takes me a while, and and you know muscle memory is a funny thing. Like your your fingers, like when you finally put them, land them at the right part of the guitar, with the capo in the right spot or whatever, and you're in the right sort of on the right fret, your fingers just go, you know, like they just like, oh yeah, no, thanks for putting us here because we remember this part now. Whereas if you're in the strange part of the guitar, you're like, nah, I'm sure it didn't go like that. That's amazing. But I know. I, I'm grateful that it's coming back to me. Yeah. Because some of those songs, I, you know, I sent Sam a text in Melbourne. I said, Sam, do you remember how my part in this particular song goes? And she wrote back and says, no, actually, I was hoping you could tell me how my bit went. <laughs> but don't worry, it's all going to be fine. Work It'll be great. Sam. Yeah. It'll be great regardless yeah. of whether you get anything right. It'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's, um, uh, I just love music, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's an amazing thing. But mm. once you, you know, you store that stuff away in your brain, way off in your memory bank somewhere, and it's like opening a Pandora's box. Once you take the lid off and you start playing some of those old tunes, all the other ones start to come back to you as well. It's like you start raking the coals over on your memory and it all comes, comes falling out. So we've got plenty of time. No, you got, you got at least a couple of months yet before you got to play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I might even write something new. Who knows? Ooh, that'd be exciting. Um... So I won't keep you for very much longer. You've got two great shows as part of the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. One is on Saturday the 17th of November at 3pm in the ballroom at the uh, ANZ Hub and Light Square. And then mm -hmm. on Sunday the 18th of November you have one at 7pm. Uh, they sound like they're going to be absolute crackers with all of your uh, local fans coming to uh, 
revisit fruit as part of the 2020? Yeah. Yeah. Not only local fans. We've got um, we've got people coming from Tassie, from Sydney, from Brisbane, from Melbourne. There's posses that are going to be travelling, just like the Crows going to Melbourne for the football this weekend. Nice. It's going to. It's uh, yeah. There's going to be um, little uh, road trains. I'm very excited. And it's I mean it's it's you know outside of what you guys are doing, it's a pretty tremendous uh, music lineup feast to have this year. We've got Becky yeah. Cole and Erin mm. James and. You know, a whole festival of music and DJs and all sorts. So make sure you check out the guide for all of the other feasty musical things. But uh, Susie Keane, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. And uh, enjoy relearning all your music again ahead of uh, 2012 feet. Thank you. I'm trying to work out which way's up on the guitar. For more info, visit our website, linkadelaide.com.au or find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide.